Hello and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today my guest is Natasha Evans. Natasha is a PT who focuses on the mindset of her clients. She's also the host of the podcast, the Planted Mindset Podcast. Did I get that right? Yes, you did. <laughs> Hi, David. Natasha, welcome to the podcast. Thank so, you for having me. Not at all. Tell everyone a little bit about yourself, um, how you got into personal training, what it is that you kind of do with your clients, what's your style of training, um, and what exactly is your goal to get out of this? Okay, so I'll try to keep it brief, um, but I came into personal training later in life at the age of 45, thinking I was halfway through my life if I was going to get to the ripe old age of four, uh, 90, and I wanted to be fit at 90. Um, I've always loved sport and fitness ever since I was quite young, used to play netball quite a lot, quite competitive. Um, and it just dawned on me that I could help other people if I wanted to keep myself fit. Uh, why not help other people along the way? And I studied in 2018, qualified at the end of that year, and I've been personal training for just over a year now in Puget in Harlow. Um, my clientele, um, I would say, is more female to male, but I do have male clients. Um, I wouldn't say I do have uh, weight loss clients, but I do have a lot of clients that are between the ages of, I would say, 25 and 34. And I think it's, it's not always about gaining muscle or losing fat. It's actually being happy in your body and um, having confidence and self-esteem. So I try to focus um, with them about their mindset to encourage them to, you know, obviously through exercise and through good nutrition, um, they start seeing results and that improves their confidence. But in the gym as well, I focus on the mind-muscle connection when we're doing exercises um, because I think you need to leave the ego at the door, which women are better at doing than men. Um, you, <laughs> you don't have to hump heavy weights around. You've just got to use them intelligently. and keep that muscle under tension uh, time under tension and I like to get them zoned in on that to, to feel that and it's it's really rewarding when you can see when when it clicks and and they start feeling the burn with like two kg dumbbells so um, and I just it's ultimately to empower people to be the best versions of themselves um, as I said, mindset was a big thing for me coming into this business. Um, I had to do a lot of personal development myself, and I realised that that was key to in succeeding anything. So, fitness is a big part of everyone's life, um, but also a healthy mindset is imperative. And I think you can pretty much do almost anything within reason if you've got those things in line. One hundred percent. Um, something as well I was going to touch on that you said is a lot of your clients, their goal is to get kind of fitter and healthier and to get better at actually executing exercises is something that you focus on. And that's quite a breath of fresh air in this industry when everyone is a bit too worried about how they look. Like obviously when you start getting healthier and fitter, usually a byproduct of that would be getting, getting more lean, getting in better shape, like looking better and feeling better. But when that's at, when feeling better is actually the goal, it's it's quite uh, refreshing to hear that. I think it's such an important thing. Um, yes, undoubtedly, 
people start to think of the outward appearance but there's so much going on under the hood and so much going on in the head and I think ultimately a lot of people are still intimidated by the gym uh, they're not quite sure what to do or how to do it and are afraid of weights um, but they are concerned about wanting to feel and, and as I say I think as they get a little bit older um, they're more mindful of their health and wanting to feel good yeah um something else i want to touch on was you're a fairly avid reader that's something we definitely have connected on um what what are you currently reading right so <laughs> you're going to think that this is um a bit of a coincidence but i am actually reading uh, rewire your mindset uh, by brian king please tell more i was, I was actually emailing around with him this morning trying to get him on the podcast so hopefully hopefully in the future uh yeah i've i um i did the same i uh put out a message to him he's he's, he's um a very inspirational guy and has been a big part of my journey because um i did my first marathon last year and i discovered brian Keane way before that so i listened to his podcasts relentlessly and because he's done so many endurance um, events from Marathon to Saab, obviously, to the um, Arctic, um, it certainly helped me uh, frame my mindset and realise that doing a marathon, even though it is 26.2 miles at my first, it was a walk in the park in comparison to what he was doing. And I just found him inspirational. And a lot of the comments and quotes that he's said, I think, um, obviously you are in the book but I think I've listened to nearly every episode he's done so I do understand his, his uh, philosophy and his mindset and, and I think he comes out with such um, great quotes um, you know ladder up against the right wall and you know not taking um, opinion you know taking people's opinions um, if if you want to swap places with them i just think i've learned so much from him so yeah i did reach out before christmas and uh and he did say that he he would he would come on um uh, when i when i hit a certain target so i'm um, i'm determined to make sure that, that happens so that he he does <laughs> that's great yeah i look forward to listening to that actually the last guest i had on as well if you're big because you're big into running you should definitely give it a listen um marcus smith he's he ran 24 hours around a 400 meter track. He's done 207 kilometers or 206.9 kilometers, I think it was. He'd done 230 kilometers through Sri Lanka. Um, and I have him on tape saying that 30 marathons in 30 days was a piece of cake when he was comparing it to um, Ross Edgley's swim around the UK. So there you go. He's wow, how did you manage? Why how did you manage to get him on? I'd love to. I mean, I've I've listened to him. He's again, I mean, just an amazing guy. Just um, and out. obviously wow, then uh, yeah, I definitely will be reaching out there. But he um wasn't he the, the guy that had the, the bad accident? Yes, yes, he had a bike accident. He talked about that as well on the podcast. Um so definitely I, give that Yeah, a I mean he, he was, um, yeah, so I listened to him, uh, just for double checking that I, I got that correct, um, because he was a cyclist uh, primarily, wasn't he? And it was, um, he got hit um, and his lungs were punctured. And I mean, just, I tell you what, he puts everything in perspective when he said, you know, 
control, I think like Brian Keane says, control the controllables. And I think what Marcus Smith said at the time was that he didn't know whether he was going to die in those mountains because obviously he, his lungs had been punctured. And all he knew was that what he could control was how he was going to breathe. Fight and ultimately, yeah. yeah, and that mindset saved his life. And it's the same mindset he brings across to, to everything. Like, let's say for me, I'd be quite small fish, you know, compared to him. He's on like Brian Kane's podcast. He's on, he has a lot of big people on his podcast. And the energy he put into the hour he gave me was the same as he gave to someone like Brian or to anyone. And it was just like giving 100% everything he does. So he practices what he preaches. And that's, that's why he is who he is, I guess. Wow, that is amazing. I will definitely listen to that, David, without a doubt. As soon as we finish this podcast, I'll be putting it on. (laughs) Um, Apart from that, then we talked about books with uh, podcasts. What podcasts do you listen to apart from Marcus's and Brian's? So I think um, having gone through um, Brian Keane's, I mean, he just has some phenomenal guests on. So uh, Tom Otley, uh, Sophie Grace Holmes. I, you know, I came across um, our mentor, Chris Spearman, through Brian Keane. Same so, as um, <laughs> Yeah, so obviously I just, as soon as I'd hear one of those podcasts, I think, God, wow, go and follow them on Instagram and then start listening to their podcast. So I've got a huge library of podcasts. Every, um, every guest has been, I think, inspirational and been something that you can learn from that. Um, so I, I really enjoy uh, The Shred With Science because being a personal trainer obviously it's um great to put extra knowledge always to keep learning um and i had a client that was uh, type 1 diabetic and uh, chris had done an episode about diabetes and it just helped me learn a bit more because obviously there's only a small part that you learn when you're when you're doing the the personal training so that was really really useful um but being um plant-based that i have now for three months um i also listen to uh i'll have to find it it's simon hill his podcast and again he's he's fantastic for um content um i'll just try to find what he's called yeah the plant proof podcast so i find he's really insightful um but there's loads i mean obviously within our mastermind group uh, the guys have got their podcast going and it's just trying to find enough hours in the day to to obviously plug into to an episode but i know. try to use yeah use my time constructively so uh, the headphones much to my son's annoyance is always in when i'm doing something else good stuff um i just a couple of things i want to pull back on there um the first one you said was about having a type one diabetic um, client. And my, my brother actually has that. And I've had a couple of people inquire with similar issues. And what, what, what kind of protocols would you put in place with someone who's type one diabetic? Not to put you on the spot and just to clarify that we're both not experts, but what, what did you learn about that? Well, firstly, that uh, my client and I, and she will actually come onto my podcast actually, because we, we agreed on that. Um, because again, I think um, it's a learning process, but she, she's been diabetic um, for over 20 years. And even she said, I still struggle to understand it all. So um, I was led by her primarily, um, but she, she would have to keep the blood sugars level. She'd have to do quite a lot of cardio to know that she was in the right zone. 
um, and depending on that, whether we could do resistance training. Um, she wore a patch on her arm where she could use her phone to adjust, or to see obviously where she was at, um, whether she was hyper or not, um, and, and obviously constantly carried around um, fruit juices and stuff. Um, but otherwise, training-wise, there wasn't anything she she couldn't do. Um, she she really enjoyed the training sessions that we did. Um, we kept them quite varied. Um, she typically did do a lot more cardio, but we certainly you know went through a full body workouts. So it just depended really on what happened the night before. Obviously, with the insulin because of the medication, um, no two days were the same. Um, which is the biggest thing that I learned and you know she said like you can think you've got a handle on it and then and then you just haven't so um, it's it's I, I found it desperately sad to to you know um, to understand what, what a life it is it, like to be type 1 diabetic um, you know I just didn't really drill down too far and you know I just have the utmost admiration to her and I think she created a and this is why I'd like her to come on my podcast because she's created an Instagram account to bring people together that have got type 1 diabetes you know like as a bit of a forum um, because I think collectively you can learn and grow so um, it's yeah it's, it's a tough 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 difficult um, condition that yeah you know um wouldn't I, wish I it on anyone my brother my brother has the same so definitely keep me posted on any information you find out about that because um it's always good to chat with him about it something else you sure. spoke about is that you're plant-based now so is that vegan or vegetarian or are you just mostly plant-based you know like um a mostly vegetable diet where you implement some proteins animal proteins or is it strictly vegan yeah, no, I'm trying to keep away from labels. I don't think labels um, are particularly um, complimentary um, and no one should be put into a box of anything. I would say mostly plants. Um, I chose to do it from a health point of view, from my own health, um, my own gut health, because I've had a lot of problems over the years and doing a lot more research having eliminated a lot of things anyway over the years it just made sense to me so i'm not vegan um there are still i'm mostly plant-based so i do still have the odd um like whey um protein um and what else would it be the oh, egg white occasionally um yeah that's it really um, so I'm just mostly plants. So definitely haven't touched any uh, meat or fish. Not that that's bad per se. Um, you know, it's just what I'm doing. Um, I think what is bad is processed foods um, and, and processed meats. Um, and I don't think anyone would disagree with that. But I'm just trying to eat more of a whole plant-based you know diet so less less of the process because I, I was probably the, one of the world's worst with regards to you know eating processed uh, ham or turkey or bacon so it's not that I don't don't like it I've just chosen to eradicate it from my diary uh, from my diet to see 
if it improves uh, for me. And I, I think it's one of those things that over time, the more you start then researching it, it just reaffirms my decision. Um, and it's not something I feel that I've actually missed, which is surprising. Yeah, I really like that attitude towards the diet, not um, not putting a label on it, because then then it nearly becomes like you're part of the religion. It's you against me. If you're if you're not vegan, if you if you slip up once, then are you vegan anymore? You know that sort of way. It's like whereas you're saying I'm mostly plant based. I try and eat as much plants as I can and keep anything processed out of my diet. Then it's like, well, good on you. You're trying you're trying to to better yourself. That's all anyone can kind of aspire to do. I think when you start um, researching it more, um, you start understanding, obviously, there's the ethical reason, um, but that wasn't why I did it. There's the sustainability reason, which is a big case. There's water consumption, which, again, is a big case. Um, but, but gut health. And I think when we start, when we start looking into food and, and respecting it as food as fuel and it can harm us or potentially heal us, um, I think, you know, we, we can move forward. I, it's not going to, I think it's obviously there was, or there is for January and this is going to, you know, obviously grow and grow and grow. Um, I think there will be a, like you said, like a religion, a bit of a backlash because I don't think anyone wants to be preached to about anything. And that's the last thing that I want to do. Um, I'd like to say that I lead by example. And that's why I'm not putting a label on anything. Um, so if I do have a poached egg, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Um, but I'm also aware of my own gut microbe or gut microbiota um, and how that will have shifted. And I'm just trying to be as healthy as I can so that I have not just, um, you know, a long life. I, I, I have a healthy long life. and undoubtedly um our diet causes cardiovascular disease if it's not in good shape and that's down to cholesterol um for atherosclerosis and that is all from animal products so i i still i still do have um uh, uh yogurt um so as i say i'm not saying that i'm not um but that's the only thing a dairy i i've i've had like almond milk in my cereal for years I sort of went off milk um, so it's just trying to be a little bit more mindful and and eating I think it's um, uh, Nick Collins said eat, eat um, food not too much mostly plants and I just think as we go on you know in the next 10 years you're going to see a massive massive shift you know the, the health um, organizations the governments they're going to be and they are already now encouraging people to have meat-free days. So this isn't going to change. So well, I'd stop. Yeah, no, I, I think I think definitely a lot of people eat too much meat, definitely too much processed meat. Um, I don't think it's anything I plan to do anytime in the future, but definitely meat-free days from what I've seen are a good idea. Um, taking even low-protein days during the week can actually be a good, a good idea to let your body reset in certain ways it was something i was listening to ben greenfield on um but i'm a long shot off the whole plant-based fully plant-based diet i try and eat as much plants as i can um they reckon you should eat about 30 different plants a week from what i've heard um, yeah that's right yeah it's variety is a spice of life isn't it yeah so i think 
people can get very habitual, um, but it really is uh, the variety that you do need. And uh, cruciferous vegetables are really good, um, fermented, you know. Um, so when you think of sauerkraut and things like that, but yeah, no, I'm I'm still it's still evolving, still learning, and I don't think I'll ever stop. Um, but it's 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 not about the destination; it's the journey, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so we've talked a little bit about your diet. What is your current training looking like? Um, at the moment, um, <laughs> the last couple of weeks not not as great as I've been absolutely. Uh, uh, like January, obviously, uh, everyone wants to get fit, and yeah. it's I've, I've fallen into the trap like most PTs do that they're so busy that 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 their training always gets put on the back burner. Um, but I actually um, had been suffering, which was another reason why I went plant based was I was actually suffering myself with um, uh, low ferritin, um, so that has caused quite a few side effects for me. Um, so energy wise and being really busy then that has had a, a bit of a knock-on effect but i'm training for uh cambridge half marathon in march and uh, that'll be my third time and i would like to do a cover model shoot but i've had to put that on the back burner due to the health issues but training wise my splits are uh, two leg sessions and a push and a pull and i try to incorporate at least five days of cardio so with the running as well plus obviously being in the gym i'm uh taking classes so i i take a spin class next one's tums and body tone i'm pretty active um but yeah the the actual regime of getting my workouts in literally just the last couple of weeks due to, to my health and and being busy has has not been where i've wanted it to be but hopefully i can rectify that soon yeah, I know it's hard. It's hard to put yourself yourself first when when the, your job is training other people. Um, so a few quick fire questions, I guess, um, is what I usually move on to around here. And um, one I always like to start with is what advice you would give to your twenty year old self. <laughs> cool. I'd have to try and condense that. Um, I think it would be to believe in yourself and just go and do it um i read a book um and i've forgotten the surname of the author but her first name was susan it's feel the fear but do it anyway and i think that was published in 1970s or something 80s um so i tell myself to which i'm doing now feel the fear but do it anyway just go and do it um you you, you will create your your own future by the actions that you take and you know don't procrastinate just go and do as 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 in the, the night just do it <laughs> exactly um what is your favorite book i know you've mentioned rewire your mindset you've you've mentioned feel the fear and do it anyways um if you were to name another i think um and it's certainly a book that i know that you've read um but i think it goes in there that a book i think everyone should read and it's victor e frankel's man's search for meaning um, I've read a lot of um, really poignant books, um, but that one is is up there for you know that would keep everything in perspective. Um, You're the second, if not the third, person what. to to mention that book. Yeah, on, on the podcast, so. <laughs> yeah. 
Next one. Uh, so I already asked what your kind of podcast listens to are, but who would be your ideal podcast guest? Well, I'd I'd love to. Um, well, I'm not saying I'd love to because I will have Brian Keane on. <laughs> um, I I just think he's amazing. Um, like Marcus as well. Um, and also uh, Sophie Grace Holmes. She's an amazing individual. Um, yeah. She's, you know, dealing with her own health issues, but she has not let it stop her. And she's such an inspirational character. And she, she did say that she would come on my podcast. So I think it's the actuals. Um, but they've just got such a strong, positive message that empowers other people. And I'm so grateful for those guys to be treading that path there to allow me to tread my path. And if, if, if I just have one person listen to my podcast that hopefully changes their mindset on something, then I'd be happy because it's the butterfly effect. Yeah, a hundred percent. Even, even on that, you were saying a bit of the inspiration and in you starting your podcast was you listened to me and my brother on ours, which is, fantastic to even hear because i didn't know if anyone was listening to mine so <laughs> thank you very much for saying that um no it was great i mean you, you, you as i said i think you you you're an incredibly mature guy you know um, with such a wise head on on young shoulders um and i think the the rapport between yourself and your brother was really good i bet the content was great and yes you did inspire me to you know not procrastinate I, I knew i was going to do it but i just it, you know and you you sort of tipped me over the edge it was like yes i'm gonna go um so yeah thank you for that while we have you on that point as well what would be your one piece of advice to someone who who kind of wants to start something they have something that they're on the fence about doing but they know deep down that it's what they really want to do i don't know where i heard this from but um it was someone that said that if you get to the point where you're sort of looking down on yourself just about to meet your maker and you get told that you could have been that person or you could have done that thing but you didn't all of these people or all of the people that would have missed out because of it um i think when you say it like that you realize that everyone has got a gift it's it's we are We've won the lottery to even be here and we have a reason to be here. Every single one of us has. And it's our responsibility to figure that out what it is so that we can impart that to other people, leave an impression because, you know, that's what we're here for. You come in, you go out, it's making a difference along the way. Um, and I think it's our duty to, to figure that out and, distribute it so that others can learn grow whatever that is um that you don't feel that you've wasted your life um i'd, I'd hate for that to you know get to that point and they say well you could have had a podcast you could have done this you could you know and i haven't so i think that's what i would say to someone look back retrospectively and then you you've got time to change it great stuff thank you so much again for coming on um tell everyone where they can find you on social media natasha sorry i had to cut this a little bit short i do have clients this evening but it was an absolute pleasure talking to you so where can everyone find you 
you know thank you very much for having me on uh they can find me on instagram on nbe fit pt and facebook and the planted mindset podcast is that on instagram as well perfect and the name of your you said your podcast there so i'll link everything below for anyone who wants to find any of your stuff as well thanks so much for coming on again thank you for having me david